shadow work is basically our unconscious world. Usually it's created from aspects that have happened to us in the past that we've kind of shied away from or pushed away. And so shadow work is, it's basically about radical self-acceptance. It's about accepting all the pieces of you that maybe you are judging or that you're finding hard to love. Hi everyone and welcome back to the show. I'm Stacia McKinnon and today I have such a beautiful guest joining us. Her name is Raina Stark and she is a group facilitator for in-person ceremonies, rituals, and retreats. Today she'll be sharing on the topic of shadow work, what it looks like and how we can use it to help us get to know and accept all aspects of ourselves. She walks us through a beautiful guided imagery to connect in with our higher self, our soul, or inner goddess. And then she asks us very insightful, reflective questions to help us see ourselves, our thoughts, and beliefs more clearly. Raina is such a gifted human and beautiful soul, and I cannot wait for you to learn more about yourself through what she has to say in this episode. Let's get started. Hi, Raina. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to chat with you today. I know you're going to be sharing a lot on shadow work and what that looks like and how it can come up in our lives and how we can work through that. So I can't wait to have you express, you know, your own experience with it and share a bit more information on that and your journey as well. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to see where the conversation takes us. Yeah, for sure. I know every time we chat, I always get so excited because we talk about so many great things. So <laughs> I know. And I kind of I kind of go off on tangents, too. So just feel free to bring me right back to <laughs> wherever we need to go today. Oh, I love it. Well, yeah, let's follow follow the intuition and just see what comes up, because I'm sure Sounds whatever great. does is exactly what everyone needs to hear. So it's great. Awesome. Absolutely. So do you mind starting by just sharing a bit about yourself? Yeah, well, right now, my life consists of raising two little girls or six and nine. Um, and I'm basically just hosting goddess retreats and goddess circles, which completely fill my own cup. So I've definitely found a way to incorporate my self-care with what I do for a living. And, um, and it's quite amazing. Did you have any specific questions for me? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Do you mind sharing a bit about the goddess circles that you do and, you know, what that looks like and how you're helping people in those circles? Yeah. So I host public moon circles really is what we call them. So we like to follow the moon phase. So, um, so I'll do like a full moon circle where you can come and you can just share and be completely open and vulnerable because it's just a space of non-judgment you get to just come be your authentic self and um, we'll do like release rituals where you can let go of things that are just feeling heavy to you, just burdens that you're carrying. And we might pass around a, a talking stick to share. So you're guaranteed to have some space to be heard in the evening. Um, we also do lots of different self-discovery activities around shadow work and maybe your clientele need a little bit of a, like a definition for shadow work. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be yeah. great if you don't mind sharing on that. Yeah, so shadow work is basically our unconscious world. Usually it's created from aspects that have happened to us in the past that we've kind of shied away from or pushed away. And so shadow work is, it's basically about radical self-acceptance. It's about accepting all the pieces of you that maybe you are judging or that you're finding hard to love. And there's all kinds of ways that you can tune into this shadow work. And some of the best ways are to notice where you're holding the most judgments on other people because this is a really, uh, this is like a key. So what I like to tell the ladies in my circles is that if you find yourself forming a judgment on someone, um, at the end of it, you can say, just like me. And that kind of just puts the ownership back onto your, um, your own personal experience and your perspectives, and it helps you dig a little bit deeper. So judgments are a great way to learn a little bit more about yourself. You can also, tune into your shadows with what am I seeing in myself in that person? Where do I feel that maybe there's some work I need to be doing on myself and where am I judging myself for this? And so anyways, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's, it's just a great tool to remember that like we're all mirrors for each other and whatever I'm seeing in you in some way, however, you're disrupting my inner world. <laughs> that is, that's a sign that there's something in me wanting to be seen by me. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. That makes so much sense. And then you were saying with the fears too. So you can use your fears as a way of also seeing your shadow self and getting to know yourself as well. Yeah. So like I found that anger can show up when it's actually my fear. Mm. So I might like react in a way that that might show that I'm angry. But then when I sit in my stillness, I realize that there's ultimately a fear lurking under that emotion so Mm -hmm. um so i like to use my emotions as my guides really like our emotions are information for us so the more that we can stop judging our emotions and look at them as keys then this kind of helps guide us deep within so um so meditation for me or just in stillness asking the right questions to yourself your spirit your soul tuning into Mm -hmm. your intuition, this can help you realize what you're actually afraid of. And it's all really about trusting yourself and trusting your intuition that whatever comes up for you when you're in that stillness, that 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 information is meant for you, if that makes sense. Yeah, that definitely does. Because I was just reflecting on other times in my life where, you know, I've gotten angry or felt angry and there's always a deeper pain that it's yeah that's going on and that pain is rooted in some sort of fear whether it's a fear of abandonment or even as simple as you know when a kid's maybe not being super safe and you yell and scream like no don't touch that exactly your (laughs) reaction but really you're scared they're gonna hurt themselves (laughs) yeah exactly you're afraid so yeah it was so interesting when you said those that makes complete sense and then you said to work through that is to really tune into your soul and so I'm curious if you could maybe share what would be something you could, that people totally. could do to help them tune into that, that soul place to understand where their fears are coming from and that shadow self. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, my business name is goddess and power. And so I, I use the word goddess a lot, but I know that word can also be a turnoff to a lot of people. So you, we can also use the word like higher self, soul, intuition, 
Um, but you are able to meet with this aspect of yourself to gain wisdom at any time that you're needing it. So the way that I like to do this is to really turn into my imagination first and create a safe space in my inner world. So in my imagination, I might close my eyes and see myself in like a white room. And I set the intention to connect with my soul or inner goddess, higher self. And then I bring in like the elements to this inner space that I'm creating. So you might see like nature show up for you, the earth element, and and just let yourself say to yourself, you know, I'm grounded. And then you might bring in the fire element to your visualization and, you know, say to yourself, I'm passion. And you might feel the wind in your meditation, right? And it's clearing away all the thoughts that are cluttering your mind. Mm. Um, and then seeing yourself by water and just reminding yourself that you're in flow, that you're trusting. And then um, I, I like to imagine that there's this purple curtain in the woods. And behind that purple curtain is my higher self or my inner goddess, whatever that means for you. And you can just see yourself pulling that curtain and, and there is your spirit self. And she's this all wise self that you are, have access to. And, um, and in this image, you can see yourself just like pouring your worries out to this higher aspect of yourself, just really like sharing your worries and your concerns and and just being held really by your your highest your truest essence which is really just love and light and understanding and then you can just imagine that your highest self is sharing with you all of that like advice that you're needing in the moment like what is the message i'm really needing to hear and that is the golden nuggets of like your soul of those messages are truly meant for you. And um, lots of times those messages lead to like, you know, you are, you are enough. Mm -hmm. You are worthy of love and goodness and you're capable of whatever you need to accomplish and, um, and your love, no matter what, you know, those are the messages. And then you can just find yourself back in the white room and come out of that, like, that stillness you gave yourself with like an inner trust that those messages were for you. I love that. I've never heard about that specific visualization. Yeah. And when you were explaining it, I closed my eyes and I, I Yes. I love doing that meditation in groups. And like, it's really <laughs> fun to, to like get to know your inner goddess. Like what does she look like? What, what, what would her name be? And then, the more you visit with this aspect of you, that's soul, you get to really know, you get to know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so amazing. And cause I know for myself and I'm sure a lot of people too, when you do therapy, sometimes coaching, a lot of this is reflective questioning. So asking yourself these questions, but I find that sometimes I get stuck and I, the question, the answer isn't coming through. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just as simply as saying to myself, okay, I got angry there. What am I afraid of? Or, you know, and sometimes I'll hit a block mm -hmm. where I'm totally. not as far as maybe as I would hope so. So when you were explaining this visualization to me, it almost sounds as if, okay, I'm rooting to the earth when I do that, the elements piece, like I'm rooting and grounding, but I'm also then elevating and mm -hmm. connecting in with this higher, higher self or solar goddess, as you mentioned. Yeah. 
and Absolutely. then and then it's not only me just asking the human form of Seisha, I'm also connecting him with this higher form, this higher soul connection that, as you said, is love, acceptance, knowing mm-hmm. and inner knowing and just understanding. So I feel like having, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel like having that connection, those pieces where I'm feeling blocked might come through more because it's coming from also the side that is ever knowing and understanding. Yeah. Yeah, completely. And I think it like it really does come down to trusting that you'll receive all the perfect information and perfect timing. So it's like it's for me, it's about like getting out of my own way and like and being okay with being patient for the information to come as well. Like if I set the intention to be open to receiving truth, to receiving answers, then I just I let it go and I know that it will show up for me. So you can do the meditation and if nothing comes to you, then go about your day and you, you know, driving, you'll receive the, you'll receive the thought or the advice or whatever it is that you're needing in perfect timing. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And not putting that kind of pressure on ourselves to have the answer right away. Yeah. Because that probably creates more blocks, more resistance. Yeah. More, and more but frustration, which probably spirit also like. I, I feel spirit speaks to me through symbols because like spirit doesn't use words. It's, it is symbols. And so you can also like imagine your, your soul self offering you a gift in, in your hand, you know, and, and maybe that gift has information for you as well. Maybe, maybe you see a rose quartz crystal being offered to you or, uh, a, t- a bag of tea or you know there's there's different symbols and meanings that come up if we ask the right questions so mm-hmm. yeah oh that's so cool I love that well thank you so much for sharing and giving such a great tool for people to start using today if they want to walking themselves through that that process to help them connect to get those that kind of guidance and answers maybe they they're looking for yeah, and we're to... actually we're moving into like um, new moon energy, which is an amazing time to like set brand new intentions and really be clear on what's no longer serving us. Um, so I have a couple shadow work questions for oh. just some insight you can just reflect on. Would you like me to read a couple? Yeah, I would love that. Thank you. Um, I get in my own way when I. Mm hmm. Can I answer them? Can I answer yeah. them? Yeah. Well, do you yeah. mind? No, I don't mind I'd at all. I love okay. to hear. I get in my <laughs> own way when I, and then everyone listening as well, like, just take note. Mm-hmm. I get okay, in my so own way when I. I get in my own way when I'm afraid of not knowing the answer. Oh, yes. I can relate to that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or afraid of hurting another person. I get in my own way if I'm afraid. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I get in my own way when I tell stories, like when I make up stories in my mind without Mm -hmm. like clearing it up (laughs) with others. Mm -hmm. When I'm not being transparent, I get in my own way. Yeah, that makes sense. Make up those, make up the stories as in um, you don't know how they're feeling, but you're making up the story around it. And yeah, then, like, I just assume that I know how they must be thinking and feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I see myself doing that, too. Um, I feel most inner peace when I am. 
I feel most inner peace when I am present, especially when I'm connecting in like at the beach, listening to the waves by the ocean or up in the forest and in the trees. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. You put me in the inner peace zone just by describing it. (laughs) (laughs) How about yourself? When are you most Um, at peace? Lately, it's like when I feel when I'm alone, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like when I can really just take time by myself and tune into really like, what are my needs? What am I needing? What am I feeling? Um, Just taking that space. I'm obsessed with bubble baths. So Mm -hmm. I definitely feel ultimate inner peace, like wrapped in the heat. Like that's a very nurturing feeling for me. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Love water. It's great. (laughs) Yes. So healing. Mm -hmm. Um, The next one is one of my favorite questions. It's what is the most uncomfortable or challenging emotion to feel? Hmm. For me, probably, well, is this, I guess it's an emotion. Probably fear I think I avoid fear the most yeah yeah like and it's even more specifically it's like anxiety like I know anxiety is the thoughts but yeah and it creates like a feeling of fear but um yeah like anxious fear feelings are very uncomfortable for me yeah so like in shadow work when you know what your what the hardest emotion is to feel what you're kind of avoiding Um, like the best thing you can do is question it, like visit with your fear, Mm -hmm. like invite your fear to tea and like ask it, you know, who, who are you? And when did you come into my life? And what are you, what are we really afraid of? And what are your hopes and dreams? Like lots of times our fear is just trying to keep us safe. Right. Completely. Yeah, definitely. Always. Yeah. And yeah. so questioning our, our tough emotions helps us really get to know ourselves better. And, in, and when we feel the fear coming up, we are able to hold a little bit more of the space of, oh, that's fear. Like, you know, we visited the other day. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. you kind of form this like relationship with the emotion. So it becomes less scary in a way. Yes. No, that totally makes sense. Because we like to stay comfortable so we kind of visit the emotions and avoid the ones that aren't like that we're not comfortable with but the more and more familiar we become with it the more comfortable we get with it so the less scary I guess you can say it becomes totally like last winter I really struggled with anxiety like and I've never had anxiety before in my life Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um and it completely like it just kind of took me by surprise and I just found myself in this spiral that was really hard to get out of of like negative thinking and um and just the sensation alone I was struggling with of anxiety like in my body like feeling like I wanted to like like get out of my body like it just felt so uncomfortable and like it felt like bricks on my chest and and so that really was actually a gift because I was able to like face that energy. Like that was an energy in me wanting to be seen. Right. And so I, 
I have been becoming more and more comfortable with the sensation of anxiety. (laughs) Yeah, I can totally relate. I never really experienced anxiety as a young child. At least I wasn't aware of it. But more recently over the last few years, I've been experiencing it more and more. And it does get easier Mm -hmm. the more I've experienced it, but it still is extremely (laughs) uncomfortable. Yeah. I catch myself being like, just go away, go away. I don't want to feel this. My heart's pounding. I'm so scared. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's like we want to like escape, but the opposite is actually what will give us that relief is like noticing like okay this is what's happening in my body oh I I guess I would call it anxiety and that's okay it's okay to feel anxiety in my body (laughs) like I and then the reminders that like I'm not the emotion like I'm not the anxiety I am the observer like I'm the one witnessing what it feels like to have this energy in me because that's all these emotions are right is energy it's all energy and it's just wanting to move through you and so the the less we're resisting the easier it is for us to really like surrender and let go oh my goodness yes rain i'm loving this thank you thank you oh good i hope it's helpful in some way it's for me like emotions can take over our life and so that's why it it's so interesting to me that like even like we all need the reminder like you're you're not your emotions and you are not your thoughts Mm -hmm. yeah it's so important and i think trying from now on i'm going to try my best to remind myself of that in those moments yeah become the observer like oh okay so my hands are getting sweaty and oh my heart's beating fast and that's what that feels like and Mm -hmm. there's nowhere to escape to it's okay (laughs) yeah exactly and I feel as if when we become the observer it detaches us from like it puts some distance that's what I'm trying to say it puts distance between us and the emotion so us and the anxiety Mm -hmm. making it a bit easier to to manage because you like you were saying we aren't the anxiety exactly it's a part of our experience but it isn't us so yeah and then we let the fear take over because we don't like the feelings Mm -hmm. right like we get scared of feeling certain sensations Mm -hmm. that the emotions bring like that's what we're actually scared of is feeling a certain way we don't want to feel yeah. So it's like when you accept all your emotions, even though they're hard to feel, some of them, um, there's just this freedom almost that comes of that because you're, you're, you know, you can handle the sensation, the emotions bringing. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah, oh, that's so cool. Thank you so much. I love, I love yeah, those. Thank questions. you. They're so insightful. So helpful. Um, then... I'll ask you this one just because it's really good. Yeah. Oh, please do. <laughs> the, pe- the piece of me needing the most acceptance right now is? The piece of me-, me needing the most acceptance right now is? And then I can read you just to help you think a little bit. I have these shadowy aspects that we can all relate to. We all have to face, but we often push away. So here's some of them. Mm-hmm. Um the addicted self, the angry self, the arrogant self, the compulsive self. And these are aspects that we often like, 
don't want to be right. Like we don't want to look at these things. Um, Mm -hmm. Our distrustful self, our gossipy self, our impatient self, our jealous self, our lazy self, our lonely self, the messy self, the negative self, the raging self, the perfectionist self or the prejudiced self or the shameful self or the sneaky self or the ungrateful self, the worrying self, the overachieving self, the lustful self, uh, the judgmental self, and the list goes on. (laughs) All these pieces that we just decide, like, I'm not worthy if I'm any of these things, then they just want Mm -hmm. to be seen. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Oh, so so good so when you were and thank you for listing it all because I was having a hard time coming up with one yeah and so I was like okay I'm gonna listen through all them and definitely many of them came through to me but definitely in this conversation and just where I'm at right now in this work that I'm doing on myself it's the worrying self and I feel Mm -hmm. as if even the perfectionist part of me comes from deeper rooted as the worry so yeah I'm needing to be a perfectionist because I'm worried about what will other people think if I don't present this way or, um, or I need to be perfect at something because I'm worrying about, you know, if I don't know enough, then what if I say the wrong thing or I give the wrong information or I, so, yeah. yeah. Thanks like for it's... being so vulnerable. You're so incredible. Well, thank you. Um, but yeah. And you're right. Like that, the perfectionist, and it's funny because like, we the perfectionist self gets praised a lot for having it all together (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's totally a coping mechanism that we have because we don't want to do something wrong (laughs) yes it's like an inner fear of like I'm not enough so I need to try it like extra hard to make sure everything's perfect (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I'm like I'm a Virgo and they're known for being perfectionists and I've had to get over that as well like there's nothing that we have to prove. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. We are enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. We are enough. We are doing enough. We are. Yes. Yeah, so true. Yeah. And that's like knowing your co- core wounds is a really helpful tool when it comes to doing shadow work and learning more about yourself. It's like, what are those inner core wounds that you can relate to? And so there's four that I have for you. And And usually you can relate to one of these four more than another. So it's, um, I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. And I'm not capable. And if you can kind of pinpoint what one you resonate with most, that's really great information to have. Because then your inner gremlin, like your inner critic comes out through that lens of that, that limiting belief, that, that core wound, which we all have, like you can't get through life without being wounded in some way like that's being human that is the experience yes oh that makes so much sense yeah 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 that's interesting I mean I've I've never given this much thought I mean I've given core beliefs a lot of thought and I've worked through a lot of them but I've never given the thought of I'm not capable and what that looks like. Yeah, I've never really put thought into that one either until recently, like trying to figure out how to manage like home life and 
running a business and I've, I've been able to witness all of those, like, I'm not capable thoughts coming Mm -hmm. up. And I realize like, it comes from, for me, it's like my teen years, (laughs) I felt Mm -hmm. really incapable. And I found like my youth, like very, very full of like nervousness and anxiety and not feeling like enough or that I can't do what everyone else could do so it's funny how Mm -hmm. like these shadows come up to be seen in perfect timing like you don't Mm -hmm. know that they're there until you realize they're there (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and it's so it's so great to have the awareness around this because then we don't feel powerless over it anymore once we have the awareness it's like oh maybe I now I can do something about this I can work on this I can exactly exactly and like and we, we are not our beliefs. And what really mm-hmm. blew my mind when I started listening to Abraham Hicks, she's, she's all about like the law of attraction and everything. But um, mm-hmm. I started listening to her several years ago now, like probably five years ago. And there's something she said that always stood out to me was that a belief is a thought you keep thinking. Mm-hmm. So that means that like you can change your beliefs by thinking a different thought on repeat (laughs) yes like you you can grow out of your beliefs of limiting thoughts about yourself which is that's power like to me that's that's your inner power if you can change your perspective of yourself that's everything that is yeah oh I love it yeah and I know I know for me you know there's been so much core belief work that I've been doing over the years on myself Mm -hmm. and it's always how do I say this there's no quick fix if that makes sense I totally. sometimes I'm like man I wish I could just snap my fingers and rewire those thoughts and you know not have to like work on them constantly and keep yeah. seeing them and, you know <laughs> yeah. keep shifting those <laughs> those thoughts I know feels never ending because it is never ending <laughs> it is right yeah we but have think... to accept our healing is really never ending like it's all about evolving like we're constantly evolving out of our yeah. past selves <laughs> yeah exactly and I think too the key in there is to shift these thoughts sometimes we're not even aware that we're having them like there's no conscious mm-hmm. awareness of the thoughts that we're having so, you know, right now my mind is going to, how can we become more aware and more conscious of these core beliefs or limiting thoughts or shadow self, as you were saying, how can we catch them in the moment so we can change that shot, that thought? And yeah. That um, so like our emotions, like I said, are our biggest keys. So I know that if I'm feeling depressed or if I'm feeling nervous or if I'm feeling angry, I am telling myself some sort of story um, that is that is triggering that emotion in me. So there's those thoughts. um, If I can pinpoint what I'm feeling, then I can trace my way back to what thoughts am I actually thinking right now that are making me feel sick. Mm -hmm. But you have like I I know that I have to be willing to take that space for myself to self reflect. Um, like, so it's really important, you know, for me to take that time. And I think for everyone to take that time to do self-reflection, um, usually when I'm laying in bed at night, when everyone's sleeping, that's the time when I'll, you know, I'll reflect and ask myself, like, what are, what stories have been replaying in my mind that are no longer serving me and just allow that to come up and be seen. 
I love that. Okay. Yeah. And then triggers too. Like if you're, if you're walking through life feeling triggered by other people, like this is, those are also your keys. So like emotions are keys and your triggers are keys to your freedom because your triggers are showing you where you're still not fully free inside. There's some part of the past um, that you're still bringing to your present moment. And that's why the trigger's there because it's connected to the past. So if you can uh, visit with your triggers the same way you would visit with your emotions that are uncomfortable and ask your triggers questions, you'll learn so much. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you. I know my mind always went to, okay, mindfulness, like incorporating more mindfulness to help me expand my conscious awareness and be more present so I can catch these thoughts when they come up and but it's great to put practical things yeah so, because we are journaling like journaling auto- automatic writing if you can just let your hand stream and put a timer on for two minutes um and then go back and circle what stands out that's a, a huge tool to helping you realize what is actually going on in your mind <laughs> yeah so when you've had that reflection and you were able to in your case, journal, or as you were saying at nighttime, when you reflect back, okay, what was the stories I was telling myself today? When you become of the aware of those, I'm going to say thoughts that aren't serving mm-hmm. you or stories that aren't serving you, core beliefs, whatever it may be, what would you then do in that moment to help you shift it? Good question. Um, well, basically I'll stop judging myself. <laughs> we are so mm-hmm. hard on ourselves. And being gentle with yourself is like the number one thing when you're doing shadow work. Like we're all, we're all just trying to figure this out. No one has it completely figured out. And, um, and we all tell ourselves negative stories. So first like release any judgment around the story. And then like uh, Wayne Dyer, he's an amazing author. He's no longer with us on the planet, but um, Mm -hmm. he talks about like the most powerful words that you could ever say are I am and what follows it. Yes. Um, so I use that as a tool quite frequently to get out of a story that I no longer want to tell myself. I'll claim my new feeling, my new statement. So uh, so say that I'm spiraling, um, I'm telling myself the story that I'm not capable or I'm, I'm not good enough in some way. I'm going to change the story. I'm going to see it for what it is. Okay, that's what's been spiraling in my mind. What do I really want to feel? And I'll ask myself that. Like, what do I really want to feel? What do I want to believe? And then I'll choose. Like, I am whole. I am light. Mm-hmm. I I am beauty. I am grace. I am confident. I am peaceful. And um, and then the I am statements that really feel really good to say, like you can try them out, right? Like you kind of got to get out of your comfort zone a little bit and like use your voice. And even better, if you can say these statements in the mirror, it, it is a game changer. Um, even just telling yourself in the mirror, like I love you no matter what. I think that's that's a Louise Hay tool I think but whoever whoever wherever I got that from it it's a game changer if you can say I love you no matter what to yourself in the mirror and choose your new belief of self so but you got to feel like you got to have space to let yourself feel whatever those heavy emotions are I I find anyway like I need time to like be in the darkness before I'm willing to 
choose my next like highest belief if that makes sense there has to be space to feel yes that makes complete sense Thank yeah you. yeah because yeah, it's not about like escaping the the, the, the feeling, feeling I don't want to feel it's like accepting the feeling and then mm-hmm. when you're done with that when you've you know juiced it for all it's worth <laughs> then mm-hmm. choose your new story of self. yeah that, that makes complete sense because I also imagine if we're not allowing ourselves to feel through the emotion first Mm-hmm. then and we're just trying to change the story it's not going to it's not really going to work yeah because that spiritual... emotion still sorry I keep cutting you off my love no. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 you're okay yeah I was just saying because that emotion's still there so it, it probably would be very hard to shift it if we're what's the word I'm avoiding looking for? it yeah exactly. yeah and that's mm-hmm. what the shadow work is all about is really going into it and like getting to know it and being okay with it and accepting whatever is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, that's like, that's spiritual bypassing, which is yes. when you're not feeling your emotion, you're just trying to get out of it and raise your vibration. Mm-hmm. Like I lived most of my life doing that. Cause I, <laughs> I've been very great at zooming out and giving people grace and seeing other perspectives. And I've just zoomed right past a lot of my emotions in doing that and being logical and not coming into my heart. So it's really just in the last like two years, I feel like I've stepped into my heart through my vulnerability and uh, my willingness to let myself feel hard emotions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Cause we're going to have to feel them anyway. Right. There's no point in bypassing. (laughs) Yeah. If you want to grow, you got to let yourself feel and open your heart. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this is helping me so much. The next time I'm feeling anxiety to just, it's all okay. Allow myself. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Like this is energy and it's energy and I can allow this to be and it will pass. And what's, you know, let's hold space for this, this energy right now. Yeah. And And like, and like I visit with it, like anxiety will come to meet me still sometimes. And I'm just like, Oh, Hey, anxiety, like haven't seen you for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And just like chill with it. And like, Hmm, like, what are you also attached to? Like, Oh, you're feeling insecure about something like, and you just have a conversation and you know, that's, this might sound crazy to lots of people, but that's just, it's forming a relationship with yourself and trusting Mm -hmm. that you can handle any sensation in your body. Yes. Yeah, I love that. When you were talking about it too, I like I honestly pictured almost like sitting down with a cup of tea and a tea for the emotion, right? For the anxiety and like, okay, let's sit down for a minute. We're gonna spend some time together. Yes, <laughs> I know. know. Me too. <laughs> I'm always like pulling my emotions up for tea and having a chat. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And you know, I think too, this has been so helpful for me because it has been often where I'll do these tools. Like, okay, I know that this is what's helpful, right? So I'll do them, but still with the intention to get rid of it. Exactly. Not with the intention to become friendly with it and right. to accept to it. Accept so, it. Yes, it's a totally different it. shift in like intention. Yes. Yes. So like I would use a lot of these tools that you're mentioning and I would do it and I'd walk myself through it. And, okay. What is this telling me? What is this teaching me? But it was always at the end of the day to avoid it, to get rid of it, mm. not to accept it. Right. So, huge huge shift in awareness today thank you so much yeah good for you that's amazing there's some other like you can ask your anxiety to like um just to 
like what it's needing Mm -hmm. like how how can I nurture how can I nurture you at this time like what what is it that you're needing and I found that lots of times like my body is needing my gentle touch Mm -hmm. which surprised me like I would naturally be like um like stroking my heart space with my hands Mm -hmm. because our hands are an extension of our heart so we carry love in our hands. And so what's really helped me through all those anxiety spells is sending myself love through my hands and my gentle touch. So I might like stroke my shoulder, how a parent would stroke their child. And um, because our body doesn't know if it's actually like us doing it or what's happening. It's just, it's feeling the nurturing. So that's yeah. another tool that helps, helps me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I've done the one too, where I hug myself. I give myself a big hug for comfort. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's amazing. There was something else that I just wanted to share on as well that you mentioned before with the emotions and spiritual bypassing and all that. And I think it's so important that we recognize that emotions are, as you said, energy and it's just energy. It's just an emotion. Mm -hmm. So labeling them as good, bad, negative positive can be challenging then for us to accept them because when we call a certain emotion bad or a certain emotion negative Mm -hmm. then we're not we're telling ourselves it's not okay so yeah there's still a story attached to it in some way and so then there comes the avoidance there comes the you know I'm not supposed to feel this way it's a bad emotion I don't want to feel that so if we can just start reminding ourselves that an emotion there's no good bad negative positive they just are Mm -hmm. then maybe that acceptance piece can come a little bit more easily yeah like get out of the judgment of whatever it is you're feeling Mm -hmm. I I found that I was in a lot of judgment around feeling anything uh uncomfortable like if I was feeling anger or rage or sadness or anything that just felt uncomfortable there was like this story that like oh no I'm manifesting something I don't want right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. um because like uh, I know that like positive positive high emotion like really is a magnet to all things that you really want and so then I would judge myself if I wasn't feeling this like high vibration but to truly truly like raise your frequency and become more embodied and feel better in your skin we really do have to feel at all (laughs) yes yeah exactly exactly I completely agree because as you said before it is part of our human experience we all experience core beliefs these all these different range of emotions and I think that's where the deepest sense of healing and transformation happens is when we do accept as you were talking about the shadow side of ourselves and we blend as you said too we can blend it with that light shadow so mm-hmm. do you mind sharing a little bit more on the light shadow and how yeah. you blend the two? Um, so if you, like, I know that, like, I'm very hard on myself. Would you say you're hard on yourself? Oh, yes. Completely. And would you say that you, like, there's doubts that come up for you around, like, just if oh, you're yeah. on the right path and just, just doubts about oh, yeah. what's meant for you and what, what you're doing and um, completely. 
but it's so easy for you, I bet, to see all the goodness in everyone else as you compare <laughs> yourself <laughs> to everyone else out there who has it all figured out and <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. the illusion, like it's such an illusion anyway. But it really is a fact that you would not be able to see all the goodness, all the light in somebody else if it wasn't already in you and your in your being in some way. The light that you see in others is reflecting back to your own inner gifts. Mm. So if you could think about someone right now that you admire in some way, their qualities. Mm-hmm. So like, I always think of like, um, like Brene Brown, she's like very vulnerable and, um, and she's a writer and uh, she's very personable and funny. Right. Um, yes. Do you have one, someone in mind mm. who you admire? Yeah, <laughs> this is a, more of a celebrity, but I admire Shania Twain. Oh, nice. And do you have yes. a couple of reasons why you're drawn to her? Yeah, I think she has gone through a lot of her own personal life struggles, and she seems to have a lot of strength and courage, and she's come through a lot of it and worked through a lot of it, which I find quite admiring. Right. Okay, so mm-hmm. that is the story of you, my love. I love that. Yeah, so be aware of who you're admiring and what you see in them, because that is a reflection of the story that you could be telling yourself in those moments of doubt. Oh, okay. I love that. That's so nice. And seeing that, seeing in our lives where that comes from. And I think that when you were mentioning earlier, when I asked you how, how can you shift those thoughts when they come through and you were saying, you know, remind yourself of that you are love that you were loved, all of that. That sometimes if our brain doesn't believe it, we can have resistance towards right. it. Right. Right. And it's like, you know, the brain will kick and be like, no, that's not true. Or <laughs> whatever. Right. But if we can do as what you're mentioning right now, well, where in our lives is it true? Right? Where can mm-hmm. we see that side of ourselves and that peace in ourselves to make that more apparent and Absolutely. believable? Yeah. I love that. Oh, that's so cool. There are so many more people that were coming to mind too that you're mentioning even people in my personal lives like family members and stuff yeah there's so much in them and so much strength so much courage yeah and that's how you fill your own cup really it's like you have to be your own cheerleader in life and you really Mm -hmm. have to be your own best friend and be willing to tell yourself all the things that you're needing to hear from like Mm -hmm. all the things you wish someone else would say to you you need to be telling those things to yourself Yes. Yes, definitely. I love it. I love it all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think um, I'm going to leave with one little piece here too, that just popping in my mind that might help for some people is when I'm having a hard time believing these things or being loving because I am very judgmental towards myself, something mm-hmm. I've been working on for a long time. Yeah. And love that judgmental aspect, right? Yeah. Like, yeah she needs love, love too. Like that judging self is like, but can you just love me even when I'm judging? It's like the zoomed way out. Just yes. <laughs> all encompassing. I love the judging self too. <laughs> yeah. I got to love all parts of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think for me, sometimes it's, it's easier for me to see these parts that I love about myself. If I reflect it back on that, like as if I'm saying it to the smaller Seisha, because mm-hmm. it's easy to love children, you know? Yes. Even if they've done something quote unquote 
you know, wrong or whatever, right? You still yeah. love them unconditionally. Yes. And so to think back, okay, if I'm having a hard time loving myself as I am today, it's not so hard for me to love myself as I am at two, three, four, seven, six, you know, whatever age that yeah. I was. Yeah, exactly. So... Exactly. Um, and, and what I started doing too, is like visiting with the me last week. <laughs> yeah. Like, because that is a past self too, that I maybe have disowned. Maybe I was embarrassed about something and I, and I just pushed that aspect of me away. And so then I have to go back to the me next week and visit with her and tell her it's all okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it all. Thank you so much, Raina. This has been such a, Thanks, an amazing conversation. I, so much insight so many extra tools that I haven't had before. So thank you. Awesome. It's great to add them to my toolkit. I love it. I'm curious if you don't mind sharing with everyone where maybe they could find you, your Facebook page, platforms you're available. Yeah. So I am definitely most active on Facebook under goddess empower. Um, I also am on, um, on Instagram. And my name is Raina Stark on there. You can find me. And other than that, you can send me an email at goddess underscore empower at outlook.com. And I love to host like private events are so much fun. Like if you wanted me to come do like a moon circle for you or you want to book a private retreat. I also have a retreat coming up December 17th. It's like a full day of nurturing and shadow work and self-discovery. So it's located in Nanaimo if anyone's interested. Amazing, amazing. And just to be clear you do all of your group work in person. You don't have any online group activity stuff. Yeah, mostly in person right now. Um, I do do like one-on-one FaceTime calls for Oracle card reading conversations. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Raina. This has been amazing. I hope to have more and more conversations with you and to stay connected with you because I just think you're such a wonderful person. Awesome. Right back at you. I'm so grateful that you had me on your podcast. Thank you so much. And you ask amazing questions and you're a beautiful soul. I can feel it through the phone. (laughs) Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and thank you again for this amazing conversation and I'll, I'll keep in touch and hopefully we can connect again soon. Sounds great. Thanks goddess. Thanks. Take care. Bye, Bye. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope you had a great time listening to Raina and following through with her guided imagery and those amazing questions she had to ask all of us. I just found this episode to be so incredibly insightful and I learned so much more about myself and I hope you had a similar experience too. If you're enjoying this episode and you're enjoying this podcast, I would love if you could please leave us a review and share it with your friends, maybe some family members or friends of yours that you think could also benefit from this episode in particular or the podcast show in general. Thank you so much again, everyone. I am having so much fun with this and I hope you all are enjoying it as well. Take care and have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye.